You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone, Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. He's Dave, I'm Casey. It's time to talk a little fantasy. Casey, can you live this fantasy life? Dave, it's not reality. It's just a fantasy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to get you guys stoked out for the week that is fantasy football. We dive into everything a little bit deeper on our full version of the Trend Zone. So make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, all of that stuff. And you get that sweet, sweet football dude's goodness. But, Dave, let's get this thing started with the Survivor Three Strikes Pool. How'd you yes, do? Sir. I survived, so I'm still without a strike, um, and I had Kansas City over Chicago, so good news. I got rid of one of the teams that I normally don't like to uh, pick, but it was such a gimme that it was a piece of cake. Yeah, I went with the gimme too, Dave, but it was not the gimme. It was doubly painful as I chose my Dallas Cowboys over the Arizona Cardinals. I did not know going into that game that we would be three linemen down. And uh, it wasn't really the offense that uh, did us in in that game. Well, a little bit. I'm digressing, Dave. I'm giving the people what they're going to get when they come back for the trend zone. I had Dallas. They lost. I'm down to two strikes. And I'm dead in single elimination in my big money. Okay. I can see you're still working through the Cowboys' loss. And it's a multi-stage kind of a deal. (laughs) Okay, Casey. Well, the most popular correct pick was my pick, the Chiefs over the the bears last week. That was a little, almost 21% of the folks uh, went with that. The most popular incorrect pick was Jacksonville over Houston. A pretty shocking outcome there. Over 24% of the people there uh, taking a hit for sure. Brutal. And the most popular pick heading into next week, mm, the Niners over the Arizona Cardinals. Be warned people. Although I think they're going to be fine. <laughs> the Cardinals are tougher than you think they are. They Casey are. knows firsthand. Oh yeah. All right, Casey. Well, speaking of, that is going to be my tentative picks pick for next week. That is the 49ers over the Cardinals, even though they have been pretty feisty. And technically the Cardinals are this far away from being three and zero instead of just one and two. So Oh, absolutely. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and subscribe to the pick the uh the Chiefs. Uh, option and they are playing the New York Jets so it should be all good speaking of all good Dave if you could go back in time with the fantasy go back start of the week would that go back start of the week make your fantasy result all good it would have Casey and and uh, unfortunately I came up in the L column this week had I made one of two possible switcheroos I would have been fine I could have played DK Metcalf instead of George Pickens or I could have played Jerome Ford instead of Derrick Henry. A no-brainer, clearly. Uh, and I would have gotten the win if I'd have either had men, if I'd have somehow seen the future and played either of those moves, I'd be sitting pretty at two and one. And fortunately, I lost to the Snivellers. Isn't easy. it crazy how you know what to do after the fact? How clear yeah. it becomes. And I had a killer <laughs> fantasy day. I had 133 points or something. Oh, yeah, you had Keenan, and who was your other huge scorer? Uh, uh, Mostert. Oh, yeah. Tons of touchdowns, tons of yards. I'm like, oh, I got it made this week. You know, he had the bills. Well, it wasn't defense. my best week. And had I played 
Brian Robinson instead of Karen um, Williams for the Rams, that would have netted me a half a point, and I would have beat the Donkey Shans um, by six or seven points instead it was five and a half but i still had enough baby three and oh i'm loving it nice. go foul boys <laughs> that's right man keep it going all right dave i know uh i don't you do have someone on this list the list that is total fantasy domination give me a quarterback yeah quarterback is of course to attack Valoa. it's surprising <clears throat> that he only threw for 309 yards in their offensive explosion, equating 70 points for the Finns. Did you drop a zero on there? It was probably 3,000 yards. It seems like he should be at 3,000 already. (laughs) Four touchdown passes. Of course, they were spreading out the touchdown passes between the three guys. You get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, and you get a touchdown. It was uh, insane. The next guy up on the list, Casey, was one of the recipients of all those touchdowns. Oh, yeah, and I was going to call him Devon at chain, and I had that sweet – Van Halen, a chain, nothing stays the same, a chain, but you hit the ground running. But he let us know that it's uh, Chan, Devon Chan, and either way you want to pronounce it, 203 (laughs) rush yards, two rushing touchdowns, and 30 receiving yards. He can, you call him whatever you want. He's a stud. Now, oh, and he also had the two receiving TDs, that's right. Casey. So, yeah, he was getting it uh, both ways there. So, <laughs> all right, Casey, moving along at the wide receiver position. This one feels pretty good to me. It was Keenan Allen for my lightning strikes and my Los Angeles Chargers 49 pass yards and a pass touchdown on the trick play to Mike Williams. That'll be Mike Williams' last TD of the season. Also, 215 receiving yards for Keenan Allen, setting a Chargers record with 18 catches. Hello. And he's like the only player in NFL history to have three games of 15 or more receptions. And the most in NFL history of 14 or more reception games. I think it's seven of them. Week we watch it and we're like third and seven, third and five, third to Keenan. You cannot cover this guy short. You can't. I just wish we would throw it to him on first. And third down. <laughs> Just throw it to Keenan every freaking down, dude. He's yeah. you can't guard him. Sometimes on second. <laughs> <laughs> and then at tight end, it's a green bud packer, Sam Laporta. He cut two or three guys to get to Laporta, but it paid off because he had 84 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. Ooh. And you know yeah, what? The Laporta's having thing- a really nice impact as a rookie. He's one of the big, you know, it's not a surprise necessarily, but no. wow. Really, uh, you know setting the bar pretty high for all those other rookie pass catchers, you know, tight ends yeah. and or receivers. And the sick thing is cause and the green bud Packers will be rooting for Laporta to do work on Thursday against his real love green Bay Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know where his loyalties really lie. So, <laughs> Oh baby. But that's why we have him in our league and we do run our league through NFL.com. And here are the details, 12 teams, non PPR, no flex, three receivers, two running backs, six points for a touchdown by the quarterback as it should be. But where this one is toyed is only five bench spots. You have to churn the bottom. You have to make tough decisions and despite all that, there's ugh, it's tough some weeks, man. Yeah. Tell the people about our waivers. 
Yeah, the waivers that we use is move to last after a claim, never reset. So if you make a successful waiver claim in a given week, you get down to the bottom of the list. You are then the lowest priority moving ahead. If you decide not to take a player in a given week, your position continues to raise up to the top. So your waiver position goes up. That means it's more strategic sometimes to wait and let the waiver wires pass and grab somebody on free agency, save that waiver wire till it goes up really high. And then that perfect guy comes out, out, out of the woodworks and you're in the position to grab them. Oh yeah. And we're going to preface our choices, letting you guys know we're only giving you people available in our league. Sometimes when you watch these shows, they'll be like, Oh, grab this guy. He's a great free agent. No dog. He got drafted in our league. And even with the tight bench spot, sometimes you really have to sift. Sometimes there's some hidden gems out there. Sometimes a couple pretty good players, but sometimes it is brutality. But Dave, let's go ahead and get this thing started with quarterbacks. Yeah, well, I got to I got two of them for you folks. Uh, one would be in our league, Deshaun Watson is available. <clears throat> he has knocked the rust off officially. I think he put together a really nice performance last week. And uh, expect that to continue. Baltimore is the opponent this week. Uh, they have had some guys in the secondary banged up. Another guy I like, Baker Mayfield, although his opponent is New Orleans and they're in New Orleans. They're pretty uh, stout on defense, but Baker has been showing some savvy and, uh, you know, depends on how you're feeling about that. But shake and bake, Casey. Hell yeah, baby. I'm loving it. And now if you got a roster spot, maybe you get CJ Stroud. He's going up against him Pittsburgh Steelers this week. So I think his uh, streak of three games without an interception will probably come to an end. But, dude, I'm going with the porn stash, Gardner Minshew, man. Yeah. I know Anthony Richardson, they spent a pick on him, but no need to rush this guy back. The way that division's breaking down, this Colts team can compete. Beat the, you know, the Jags. So roll with the stash. Let him keep going until they lose a couple games. They're in the thick of it. Let Anthony Richardson learn from a vet. Um, yeah. And I think and concussions you know, are nothing, nothing to mess around about. Mm-mm. Give him plenty of time to recover. And if he has to sit on the bench for a week, yes, you want him to play and get the experience to get better. But there is something to be said for sitting back and letting a guy yep. who's kind of done it and, and had some success get out there and, and, and let it rip. And that's what the, the Minshew can do for you. Yeah, stash him. All right, Dave, what about running backs? Uh, obviously, Casey, the guy to grab at the top of the list, you mentioned it. I'm going to try and pronounce his name correctly. Devon Achan. Anyways, know, he scores a lot It was so much sweeter shots. when it was a chain because the Van Halen, dude. Yeah, I'm a chain. Yeah. Hit the ground running and receiving and scoring touchdowns. <laughs> but, yeah, he had four touchdowns last week. I uh, don't expect that every week, but this Bill's defense is great uh, that he's going against. But you know what? This is, I mean, for the long haul and the short haul, A-Chain is going to be sharing carries with Mozart, but looks like there's plenty of points to divvy out. <laughs> so uh, go with A-Chain there for sure. And if you want to get stoked out on that um, Buffalo-Miami matchup, check out the trend zone coming at you later this week. We'll get in-depth on that game. It is one of the awesome Awesome games on the week four slate. Dave, I got a couple names on here. How about Jarek McKinnon? He's not going to run a lot, but we started seeing him getting involved in uh, the pass game last week. Had a couple mm-hmm. tutties there. And Rico Dowdle looks like he's grabbing a hold of that um, second running back spot on the Dallas Cowboys. So he had a touchdown last week. I think they're going to give him more work as we go forward. So 
uh, one of those two dudes might be good for what one other flyer Casey back. conceivably um you know the Ravens are banged up big time at, at running back if Justice Hill's a no-go uh and looks like uh JK is of course IR Gus Edwards was in the concussion protocol so go further down the list a dude Kenyon Drake and I don't want to go as far as Melvin Gordon but <laughs> Kenyon Drake I think you know they're going to run the football no matter yeah. who's back there so if, it, if it's Drake who's the number one uh last minute you might want to look into that all right. Okay, Dave, hit us with a, a receiver you're looking at. All right. Well, my go-to guy here, Casey, <clears throat> is the byproduct of an unfortunate injury. It is, uh, of course, Mike Williams getting the torn ACL. He was 1A, 1B, whatever you want to say to Keenan Allen there. Um, and Josh Palmer is the guy who was the, the clear third receiver. And they got Quentin Johnson. If you want a long-term project, make sure you try and stash him. But Palmer's mm-hmm. going to elevate to the number two role, clear Number two in an offense with Justin Herbert throwing the ball. What did he throw it 47 times last yeah. week? So uh, those are going somewhere. And I expect for Josh Palmer, who's in his fourth year, I believe, maybe third, but he has really elevated and he's a, he had 70 receptions last year. He's going to accept this role. Yeah. And we told you guys about it last week. And if you listen to us, then it paid off. We talked about Tank Dell for those. Houston Texans on the season, 250 yards, two touchdowns. He's getting it done for those guys. Actually, lots of meat on this bone here, Dave. Marvin Mims, he he was probably a green bud Packer for a minute. And Jaden Reed for the Packers. So I'm liking some of these names on here, dude. Rondell Moore, we saw what he did. But the matchup, uh, I don't know about that. And K.J. Osborne. So the receiver cupboard is not bare. Not at all. (laughs) All right, Dave, what about tight ends? At tight end, I'm going to go again, Donald Parham. He's been um, – I have Gerald Everett as my starter, but Parham's outscoring him because when it gets near the red zone, he's been targeted at least four or five times in goal-to-go oh, yeah. scenarios, and he's grabbed three touchdown passes. So, uh, again, it might not be the overall productivity that you're looking for with targets, but you're getting valuable targets. And, yeah. again, this guy has been um, – He's been catching them, so don't yeah, when you're six garbage. nine, what is a defender to do? You put Throw it, up. it high, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> been great down there in the red zone. And Dave, I'm going a little scumbaggery here, dude. I'm going with Taysom Hill. We know that Carr's probably oh, not gonna play in this yeah. game. Mm-hmm. So Taysom is kind of that uh Swiss army knife, does a little bit of everything, get to scumbag some running yards, maybe yeah. a couple passes in there, and he'll definitely get some receptions too. So um Go ahead and scumbag it with Taysom. Sweet. And good call. Shockingly, Patrick John Anthony. Sarsipius Fryermuth is still on this list, Dave. I'm going to have to cut one of my guys just to pick him up. Yeah, he's playing at Houston, too. So, uh, you know, the Texans are on a high, but look for those Steelers to go in there and try and knock them down. Yeah, that'll be Pittsburgh South. Even though it's red and blue, you're going to see lots of yellow and black there, as always. All right, Dave. What about defense? All right, well, I mean, looking at this defense list here in our league, the Cleveland Browns have really shown that they can play defense. In fact, I think I'm signing myself up for them. Grab those guys this week. They are playing Baltimore, but those are physical kind of, you want to say, like fist, you know, fist fights more than, you know, shootouts, generally speaking. So uh, Browns uh, looks like a good pickup for me. Party over here, y'all. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Sunday yeah. Night Football was completely stoked 
when they saw this week uh, four matchup against the New York Jets. Oh, they would love to flex this thing out, dude. This is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> and uh, Chris Jones, meet Zach Wilson. Yes. He's Chris Jones, his meet Zach Wilson. Chris over Jones, and over again. <laughs> meet Zach Wilson. <laughs> uh, but it's the NFL. Maybe something crazy is going to happen. I doubt it, but you never know. We That's can hope, though. We game. can hope. <laughs> hey, and if you guys have questions, we have answers. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or you can hit us up at footballdudesla at gmail. And make sure you subscribe to the Trend Zone. You'll get this show, and you'll get our uber-tasty, sexy football goodness. Regular Trend Zone, where we hit all the games every week, preview them all for you, and hit you with the top trending news. That is the Trend Zone, and that's available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. It's all right there, people. Or just go over to Football Dudes X. Uh, all there for you there as well. And, uh, yeah, you definitely don't want to miss the trend zone. It comes out Wednesday afternoon slash evening, and it's all there for every single game. I just stole all of your stuff right there, Dave. Apologies, but I'm getting greedy, baby. I'm greedy for the fantasy. <laughs> all right, that is going to do it. Thanks for listening to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football. And... We are. What are we, Dave? We are out of here.